1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 220. Sketch 883. Lost property. The exciting cavalcade of a five-hander. Ooh, Ooh, yes. Oh, cheeky five. Flipping Ada. So far as I recall from when we've done this before, Simon made it a wonderful number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Laura has to be number five. And in between, mm-hmm. I'm not really too bothered. So Dan, two, <coughs> Alistair, three, me, four. Uh, three, you say? It's one of the words I just said. I'll go for that one then. Good man. I, I found a bag! <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Get it on the shelf quick. Oh, man, a bag. It's been ages. Yeah. What does the bag look like? It's white and it's got a rainbow on it. That, my friends, is lost property. Pay dirt. It's the first we've had for weeks since everybody stopped using the tube. Why is that? Because it's early May 2020. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, that reminds me. A memo came about six weeks ago. Something about not coming into work. Never mind that now. What should we do with the bag? Well, we'd normally wait for someone to come and collect it. Bah, that's the old way. This is the new normal. Means we can do what we want. I'm not sure it does. Let's contact people who might have lost it. We could send letters to all the churches. Why churches? Well, because the rainbow is a Christian symbol. God made the rainbow after Noah's flood. That was ages ago. So is the crucifixion, but I'm given to understand that's still all the rage amongst Christians. No, I mean, the rainbow doesn't mean that anymore. It means LGBTQ, queer pride. Sort of, but it only counts on the flag. I'd rather think the rainbow image came first and the flags adapted it. Incorrect and irrelevant, because the people who really love rainbows are the Irish. Do they balls? It symbolises hope. Because of the hope of finding the leprechaun's gold. That's not hopeful. That's delusional. There is no gold. If it comes to that, there's no God. But you're Christians, don't seem to mind. Gays exist, so... Yes, and they have flags. Flags, not bags. Pretty sure that I heard that chant at Pride one year. Okay, guys, look. Let's put this to bed. Those are all things the rainbow might have symbolised in, like, the 18th century... But it's obvious what it symbolises now. It means, I like nurses. Nonsense. Rainbow equals hooray for nurses and other people doing dangerous jobs like butchers and bin men. Take a look around you, man. Rainbows everywhere. Just to reiterate, it is May 2020. Right. But when do you think they bought the bag? Last Wednesday? The bag shops have all been shut since the rainbow started to mean key workers. They might have bought it online. And got a delivery driver to bring it out in order to show some solidarity with the plight of the delivery drivers? Listen to yourself. It means Christian. It means queer pride. More like Irish fortune. I still say key workers. God. Gays. Hope. Nurses. Uh, excuse me. May I interrupt this unusually specific rally? Oh, uh, mm. oh, oh, sorry, madam. Uh, we, we didn't see you there. <laughs> no problem. Look, I don't suppose anyone's handed in a bag, have they? It's my daughter's. Has a rainbow on it? This one, madam? Oh, thank you. Just whilst you're there, maybe ask you a question. Why does it have a rainbow on? 
why does my daughter's bag have a rainbow one? Yes. Because she's five years old. Oh, oh so obvious. sake, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell because on the back it has a pony made from hearts and a unicorn mermaid. And it's relatively sticky. Right now, so sorry, I must dash. My daughter's needed at two to preach a sermon about gay bin men at the Irish casino. Well, I hope she'll be wearing a mask. Not yet. It's still May. Oh, yeah. So, Rich, why did you uh, pick this sketch? Well, it's a fascinating and frustrating story attached to this sketch. (laughs) So, as you can probably tell, I wrote it in May 2020. And Dan said, that's all right. I think I could do a rewrite of that. And then he waited till the start of April 2021 to bring it back, saying, I haven't thought of anything. And the problem is it's now out of date. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, when I brought it back, I didn't say, and the problem is it's out of date. No. Uh, Someone else said that. The problem is it's out of date. And you went, yeah. (laughs) We all went, yeah. Yeah, I went, yeah. So so I did a rewrite, which is putting in those weird bits where it says, don't forget, it's May 2020. <laughs> and then we decided the longer we, we didn't record it, the more out of date it would get. And we need to get up to a thousand somehow. That's it's why a it's glimpse here. to the past, you know. It's, yeah. it's a snapshot of that time. Yeah. It's now towards the end of April. So this will probably go out in July. Maybe everything will be lifted by then and we'll be almost back to normal. So it will be a nice... Well, not so really nice. Will we'll we just go? be a will little. We, will, will we just like ever go back to normal? You Nobody know, knows today. To go to Sainsbury's because in case there's no toilet wall there. Are you worried that you won't be number one pesto buyer? <laughs> I haven't been number one. Enough. I was never number one pesto buyer. I was oh, number sorry. seven <coughs> pesto buyer. You're gonna have to. <laughs> I, I was number one cars. Cheese crackers. Wafer biscuits. biscuits right there. I was number one for that. For uh, pesto, I was only in the top seven. Are which you, is admirable. You, admirable. Now you're, now you're moving now you're moving house. Are you gonna move Sainsbury's? No, no, it'll be the same no, way. You're so not. Don't oh, worry, okay, I'm not going to that, lose my right. oh, it's a pity. You yeah. could have started a fresh my, slate. Um, you could have gone you'd gone in hard on the pesto day one. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I kind of hope they have a picture of you in the stock room. It's like <laughs> number seven pesto buyer, number one cars biscuits. Most yeah. valued pesto buyers, 2021. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'd love to see that picture. I mean, who's beat me? I hope they die. <laughs> Move up by default. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why I was so big in pesto was I had pesto pasta for my lunch. <laughs> but then I started working from home. So I was already down to four days, one well, five days, so one less day of pesto. And that just like shut my fucking pesto usage right down. I mean, <laughs> I'm probably not even in the top 40 anymore, which is disappointing. <laughs> but, when know. do these ratings come out? What time of year? The end of the year. So like around Christmas. It's a little treat Christmas. for Christmas. I yeah. can't wait for this yeah. year to see what comes Oh, I, I, I just don't know what I'm going to be. <laughs> what have you been buying a lot of? Um... Yogurts, we go through a bit of yogurts, but I also <laughs> buy the yogurts are called Irish yogurts because they're the best yogurts. <laughs> I would love you to be number seven in Irish yogurts. <laughs> they don't always stock it, so sometimes I have to buy other less interesting brands. Other British than Irish yogurts. yogurts are. So you I'm like British yogurts. I mean, fucking shit, mm. like. But so my my yogurt buying is all over the shop, so I won't be able to get like top spot. <laughs> And Irish yogurt, which question. was my dream. Yeah. Was it, it top seven in pesto 
or was it top seven of a particular jar brand of pesto? Oh, it was top seven of red pesto, chili pesto. So it wasn't just overall pesto. So the yogurt Sa- thing, it does matter. Brand. It does matter then mm. if they've not got the yogurt in stock. See, if I really wanted to be top of yogurt, I probably want to like specialize in a yogurt, pick mm. a yogurt and be like, mm. that's what I'm going to do. You'd want I mean, to obviously pick strawberry one. is yeah. kind of fairly obvious. So you want to kind of go for like butterscotch or something like that. Something that's kind of niche. there. Niche. But niche, mm. so you can kind of you want to go for something it. that's always going to be in stock, but people don't buy a lot of, like orange matchmakers. If you buy a box of orange matchmakers every week, I guarantee you'd ace it at the end of the year. She said, I well, quite want bit... an orange matchmaker now." Well, Dan, if you want to be top, you just have to find a Sainsbury's and start getting orange matchmakers. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. One thousand sketches in one thousand days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor, Dan Mitchell, Alistair Turvitt, Richard Catherall and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.